brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen of the downloading community, I'm Matt Ford. This is the Rock and Roll Football Absolute Radio Podcast. He's Matt Dyson. And so am I. I thought I'd give it a kind of showbiz. That's great. That was done in your best sort of uh, red coat, red coat voice. It was like you were on stage at Butlins there, wasn't it? This is starting, oh, starting the day's entertainment. Nobbly knee contest thing. on the way. Nobbly knee contest oh. on the way later. You could have been entertaining them for hours on end. Imagine how your life would have turned out. Sorry, yeah, I'm giving away the content of the podcast here, aren't I? You are, but that's great. That's that's what we call a tease in the industry. You're teasing. Oh, you tease us, Mr. Dyson, with this tantalising information about your co-host. Today, we're going club rep crazy. We're going to Bifa, Falaraki, Zanti. What are the other places? Skeggy. Skeggy. Skegger. We're going to Skeggy. Skeggy. Butlins. We talk about Gregory Isaacs. We talk about 80s reggae and uh, over-the-counter medicines that help you sleep. Yeah, and powdered stock. It's got it all. (laughs) It's basically nothing to do with football. There is, there is, there is. There's a few scores. We do a few scores. Yeah, 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 there's a few scores. But there's a lot of club rep story in here. Uh, some majestic memories of, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, kind of, you know, wistful summers. But Jane Austen, it ain't. This is, <laughs> this is the filthy no. underbelly of, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, of the rock and roll football. I bet the people that live in those resorts are probably quite glad of, of COVID, aren't they? So they can have a summer where they can just relax and enjoy, enjoy the tourist destination for themselves for once. I mean, given the choice... Uh, you wouldn't choose to live on the, you know, the, no, the, ben- the whatever it calls the strip, the cut, the drag yeah. of like Falaraki. We bought a no. lovely place above a kebab shop in Falaraki. Oh, <laughs> it's lovely. You'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it'd be great for some people. But if you, if you, the older you get, I'm thinking of me now. I mean, when I was 18, I'd have probably loved it. But now you just think, oh, oh yeah, decent oh, nice yeah. kip. What a racket they'll be going on oh, the main drive. Turn for. it down. <laughs> And of course, just loads of people who go there for a week or two a year who don't care about the place the rest of the year. No. And that can be problematic. I don't know why we're getting bogged down in like (laughs) why the locals might not enjoy us going over there. Hey, but you know, it keeps the economy going, doesn't it? You know, so the tourist dollar is vital to some of these towns. And they're they're thriving local economies. Some of them bars, mate, are gold mines. (laughs) I'm a mate of mine had a bar in Falaraka. You were out in, you were out there. It, it, it were a gold mine. <laughs> it's a little gold mine. Oh, telling yeah. you. <laughs> I don't I mean, know they... where. But I think I'm just missing Nottingham. I don't know why I imagined <laughs> oh, this. It's uh, lovely. This lovely impresario to be from the East Midlands. But I've yeah, got one in just... Ibiza, one in Falaraka, <laughs> one in Zante, two in Skegge. <laughs> They're an absolute gold mine. I love this guy. He's a great new character. Can we have yeah, him on the show every week? Yeah, I might develop him into a character, just a kind of uh, a fairly well-meaning, um, yeah, you know, nightclub owner. These places, absolute gold mine. He's got a catchphrase already. This is great. Yeah, well, the the key. Obviously, we don't have to pay for the footer back home. <laughs> You've got to pay for your Sky, your BT, all these other things now, Premier Sport 1 and whatnot. Uh, there, there's, there's no rent and you don't have to pay for Sky. It's an absolute all on gold hook, hooky feeds, isn't it? It's all on the hooky feeds. Well, I, c- I can't say, but you can run it off your laptop. <laughs> Obviously, we plug, we get the electric from the, and um, we plug it into the um, lamppost outside. I mean, you know, if we get fans out, we're in a lot of trouble. But, you know, for now... You know, they're not going to know, are they? It's an absolute <laughs> gold mine. Well, we uh, have gone down a heck of a cul-de-sac here. Yeah, a, but oh, we've yeah. done it in, in a lovely climate by the beach. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Watching the sun well, come up. Yeah, that's it. It's an escape, isn't it? Because everyone's stuck at home. So these uh, these tales of debauched holidays uh, are probably what the nation needs right now. Yeah, same as I say to our Kerry as well. Best days of your life when you're coming out there. Come out here for a fortnight. Be the best days of your life. 
we got all the you don't have to eat none of the foreign food they can do your full english for breakfast you watch coronation street you don't miss any other soaps it's amazing people say we're little englanders i say they like it they like <laughs> i say to them try a sausage and a bit of bacon they go oh that's dead good that is I say well then we're not little englanders i mean i like chips and i can't speak the language but you know you can't be i've only lived there 12 years now it, it takes it takes a lot longer than that doesn't it you have paella once didn't you? you had paella once didn't like it didn't screw me didn't screw me and our Kerry said, well, you like all the things in it because I've seen you eat prawn cocktail crisps and I've seen you have rice. So why don't you like Ooh. it all together? I said, it's not for me. I just said, Ooh, I don't mind other yeah. people eating it, but no. You looked no. ill. You looked proper ill. You looked proper. I thought he'd gone, he'd gone completely code. Stone code he was. <laughs> <laughs> this has turned into like a play. Are we I'm still going? Like, oh, it's a radio, full radio play. These characters are painted in pure Technicolor. It's as if they're real. I think this podcast intro is going to be longer than the actual podcast this week. It is, but um, by all means, enjoy it. And, uh, well, and here's the podcast. More to the point. Here's some actual, as we say in the Indo, content. (laughs) Indo. It's Saturday afternoon, it's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. There has been early drama in the early kickoff between Aston Villa and Arsenal. We'll keep you updated on that and all today's three o'clock kickoffs. And it's live! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, it's a packed day of football action, and here to preview all that hot football action is the officially hot Matt Dyson. Yes. Ralph Harsenhutl is once again trying to rally his troops after another 9-0 hammering. He's getting a bit too used to doing this after the other record-breaking humping by the exact same scoreline last season against Leicester. This time it was Man United who took advantage of a very early sending off to hammer the 9-0 defeat specialists. Must be something about that scoreline. Never 8 or 10. 9 every time they get battered. It appears lightning does strike twice. In fact, Southampton have lost 9-0 more times in the last 8 18 months than they have won major trophies in their 135 year history. And you have pain every time you get battered. I do, it's true, a painful fact that was sent to me by Portsmouth fan producer Will, hence the vitriolic delight in that stat. Jan Bednarek can play in their three o'clock kickoff at Newcastle this afternoon, though, after his red card against United was rescinded. It didn't stop him setting a new record low score on fantasy football on Tuesday night, though, with an own goal, a red card, and nine goals conceded. The Polish defender got minus seven points. Uh, someone in the world actually triple captained him would you believe, uh, giving him minus 21. Crazy scenes in the world of stat-based football geekery. Near my virgin admin-loving friends were giddy, but then most of them have never known the touch of a lady, so it's all relative. <laughs> Uh, Joel Linton could start for Newcastle despite being fined £200 this week for having a haircut during lockdown. The levels of narcissism so high that not only did he put his hairstyle above the safety of others, but he couldn't resist showing off about it on his Instagram, much like the plight suffered by Narcissus in Greek mythology. Nemesis, the goddess of retribution, this time came in the form of Northumbria police with a fixed penalty notice on his ass. Also at three, uh, Burnley take on Liverpool, conquering Brighton. And after admitting that he looks like Mick Hucknall at a press conference this week, Clarets manager Sean Dyche will be hoping his side aren't left simply red-faced. He'll oh. be telling his players, we're in this together, the Euro- England Euro 96 so of course, and hoping he won't need any night nurse to get to sleep again. A track by Sly and Robbie that Mick Hucknall featured on, like you didn't already know that. So this is Rock and Roll Football. If you don't know the show by now, you will never, never, never know it. No, you won't. My word! Oh my! Each week it just gets better and better and better and better. Just to be clear, didn't Mick Hucknall sing the Night Nurse advert music? (laughs) Night Nurse, yes, that song. I think he was on a version that Sly and Robbie did. I think there may have been an original. I'm not 100 percent sure, Uh, but he was involved in a version of Night Nurse. So hang on, what the, the music on the advert is an actual song? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one, no, only you, only you alone can quench this here thirst, or something. I think is the night nurse song, and then the, the, uh, the, the, the cough syrup came along, 
and adopted the song. Oh, I don't know which. I, th- I'm presu- <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they chose to name the uh, sleeping cough medicine after the song or not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Interesting though, isn't but that's it? like finding out that the Go Compare music is a real song. That there was an old song called <laughs> Go Compare, and then a car insurance <laughs> came along and sampled it. Yeah. Well, yeah. if we'll, if we'll try and give it a spin original... this afternoon. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> if you've heard the original Nightmare song, just clear this up for us. This is not our main topic for the day. But is it the song of the advert? Text us on eight twelve fifteen. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Now, as you might have heard, both the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and Home Time with Bush and Ritchie have been set a challenge by the lovely folk at Thoughtful. That's T-H-O-R-T-F-U-L, like Thor, the god. Uh, the online greetings card marketplace are all about supporting independent designers. I'm not sure if Thor of one of them. That challenge was to see who could design the best Valentine's Day card. But in the last 24 hours, Bush and Richie have upped the stakes slightly. And last Ooh. night on their show, they've revealed they've become the match ball sponsors at Rochdale for their game today against Charlton, who, have, as you all know, and as Dyson will know, Charlton Athletic are Dave Berry's football team. So not only are they back in the team playing Dave's Ooh. beloved Charlton, they're also potentially going to get a load of Rochdale fans voting for their card. Now, obviously, Matt, you, you have a dual, dual loyalty. You are uh, yeah. loyal to Rock and Roll mm. Football and to The Breakfast Show. So uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to. And I think mm. Rock and Roll Football today, and people can disagree, yeah. but I think we should get on board with Bush and Ritchie and back Rochdale against Rochdale. Charlton. Hey, look, I mean, I have no allegiances to Charlton, although I have been there a couple of times to the Valley of the Shadow of Death and uh, had a great time because uh, Dave gets looked after very well by the club there. But, I mean, I've also been to, I've also been to Rochdale. You got a free enough. dinner. You got a free you know dinner. Once I had a free dinner at Rochdale, was it Spotlands there, old grand used to be called? Um, I went there for, for um, hospitality. What's you call it? Hospitality. It was very, very much a, a social club vibe, uh, pie and pint, but still very nice. So, yeah, I'd quite happily back Rochdale is my conclusion. You know what? I thought you were going to resist that a bit. I thought this was going to lead to a fascinating first hour of the show where you wrestled with your conscience. But no, a free pie and get your tummy tickled and he's bang on side. I mean, it's a low blow. Very good idea from Bush and Richard. I have to hand it to them. I'm not sure, as there's no fans in the ground, how many people will be aware of this match ball sponsorship. But, you know, good luck to them. Well, we're telling everyone now. So, you know, a, a large section. <laughs> well, Obviously, help. everyone in the UK listens because why wouldn't you on a Saturday between two and five? So uh, we, we, currently we, we're letting 65 million people in on it. So now everyone knows. Um, so we're both now back in Rochdale. I thought you were going to put the other side yes. of the mate. No, no, no. Uh, wait a minute. I'm back in Rochdale, but I don't think you should vote for Richie and Bush's card. I still think the Breakfast Show card is the superior card. If you go and look at them. Uh, where you need to vote on our Twitter feed, you'll see which is the better card. And the one where you cut Dave's mouth out and stick your own tongue through is by far the better card. So, it's a great idea. Vote, it's, it's, got, yeah. it's got an element of the Goonies about it. I think we should support Rochdale today against Charlton. I have no qualms at all about getting involved in an absolute radio turf war. But if you have a better idea for the supporters club, then text us on 8.12.15. And make sure you head online to absoluteradio.co.uk to see both designs and cast your all-important vote. And just by making your mark online, you could win a whopping £2,000. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Oh, man, we've had a brilliant suggestion here. Someone's texted in saying, use the Night Nurse song, like the little jingle, as the air horn for today. Yes, very nice. A great new goal alert. So it's just the it's the original Gregory Isaacs version, I think, which came out in 82, which I'm fairly sure is before the medicine that helps you sleep. Either way, what a great way to announce a goal. Night Nurse. Lovely stuff, yeah. <laughs> you don't sound entirely convinced. I think it's no, a can we, idea. Can, can we have a little blast? Can we have a little blast now to hear what it will sound like? Here we go. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it doesn't scream <laughs> there's been a goal, but who cares? There's been a goal, nightmares. It's going to confuse people who've missed this bit of the show, but who cares? Well, if, you were, if, if that's confused you, brace yourself for this, because last week... Roy Hodgson made an appearance. We channeled the wrong Roy during Roy's rants. And now, in a, um, a kind of portal to the afterlife, but while these two people are still alive, has opened up a kind of multi-dimensional brain-swapping drama that is unfolding live on rock and roll football. 
But this week's Roy's rants, and indeed all future ones, could be Roy Keane, could be Roy Hodgson. Um, Brilliant. You've been uh, tweeting us during the week at RNR Football and emailing us football at absoluteradio.co.uk. Keep getting in touch and let us know what you would like to hear either Roy talk about. But um, Dyson, over to you. I shall channel okay. whichever one you think should okay. come through or well, whatever. It's exciting. Which Roy will we get today? We'll find out. Uh, one thing is there's one key subject that people have been asking for Roy's opinion on. Billy is uh, one of the persons, uh, one of the people that have been in touch uh, saying we'd like Roy to rant about Handforth Parish Council and could he give us the final answer on whether Jackie Weaver has authority here? Well, Roy Keane here, by the way. <laughs> the, the whole okay. thing about the, the, the... I'm not in Roy Hodgson take this one. I don't know where he is, by the way, but he's not having that. <laughs> it, 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 Jackie Weaver did not have the authority, and I think she's admitted that. Now, there's two separate issues there. You might want Jackie Weaver to have the authority, but it's about whether she's the proper officer or not, and rules are rules. You know, it'd be like someone else coming in refereeing the game, and you can't say, well, look, I prefer this guy. You can't say, oh, I wish Mark Clattenburg was refereeing if Paul Durkin is. Look, if the FA have said it's Paul Durkin, it's Paul Durkin, and that's important. So, as much as I might like Jackie and, and, and the way she conducted it, and I'd have thrown the guy out, by the way, if it talked to me like that, and the ganging up on her, and, you know, it, it doesn't look good. But, no, she she didn't have the authority. What do you think? Do you think she had the authority well, to do it? I mean, yeah, I think she should read the standing orders. I mean, did you, you've obviously, you know all about the standing orders, don't you, Roy? Well, I, I, look, I've not just read them, I understand them. And you yes, got to do yes. that, you know. And and look, I, I get the I get the point that if there's a vice chair, you don't need to elect another chair. It falls to the vice chair. That's the whole point of having a vice chair. But the meeting was conducted in such a bad manner that I think it was very hard for all sides to have, you know, a sense of fairness about it. But you know, Jackie Weaver, I got to say, she's one of my favourites. I think she's my favourite local government official. Uh, I think mm. she conducts herself very well. We're seeing that, you know, yeah. she's got form. She's a great, um, you know, custodian of the rules. And, and, you know, she's had a great career. So I don't be sagging her off for that. I think she did, you know, in her position, I'd have gone a lot further. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, you know, I can't have feeling that perhaps I've taken the question a little too literally and, and just, really, <laughs> you know, the usual joviality and surrealness that we bring to this feature. I tell you what, I'm going to go now and, and, and I'm going to ask you to put another question to Roy Hodgson because uh, I'm getting a sense that oh. um, it's not been the mega lols you're expecting there. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, Roy Keane very kindly uh, has given Roy Hodgson a go here. So, um, Dyson, you, you've you got some of the suggestions from, from, from our listeners there. You put one of them to Roy Hodgson, and Roy Keane has kindly allowed Hodgson a free go uh, on this particular topic. Yes, so Roy Hodgson is now coming back. Uh, Roy, um, uh, Ben Jewell wants to know your thoughts on the decline of Tottenham Hotspur and Jose Mourinho of late. Well, um, I don't think Jose's declining. I don't think that's the way I put it. I think, uh, you know, he's in the prime of his life. And I think you only need to look at his skin to know that, you know. Uh, I'm not saying he's got a regime, uh, but I think, you know, his skin very clear. And it looks like, despite living in uh, Britain, uh, he manages to get a bit of sun. Now he may have a UV lamp. Uh, and many people, you know, they use that to get through with I'm not saying he uses it for tanning. Um, but the car spurs, well, it means it t- since when? You know, inherent in the question is an assumption that they've been riding high somehow. And I, I, I would question that. I would say, if anything, there's been a relative high for them this season. You know, they, they, well, never won the Premier League. Uh, never really been close to winning the Premier League. So, you know, if anything, it's not a kind of more of the same. Um, Jose, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, again, uh, uh, moving beyond the skin element, and I think he looks radiant. And I have to say to him, but, uh, uh, wonderful he looks. I say, you're better than me. Uh, but he does, he says, you know, you're older than me. You know, so don't be bloody shaking now. Be careful, because you know, we get tough. You know. Oh, we'll wait till we get on. Uh, but, um, no, he's always been pretty big in. I think he would admit that as a manager. Um, you know, but, very positive guy in life, you know, very much a guru. Uh, I go to him for uh, wife advice and life advice. And he's a very, uh, very, very clever man. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's the guy. I've exposed the guy through some problems. I don't, uh, I don't want to judge. How does that sound for you, Matt? Is that okay? 
<laughs> it's great, Roy. Can we have you every week? <laughs> oh, yes, I'll yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, I, I, I want to be here. I want to help people. You know, I'm, 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 I'm well yeah. to play in the you know, health of the nation. Maybe you know, it could be for UV lamps, or it could just be for you know a, a happy quote. You know, my mama would have those quotes up in the kitchen. You know, two choices, and I take it or leave it. You know, I think that's brilliant. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, I discovered something this week, that, and I can't believe I've never found this thing before. I can't believe I didn't know about it. I cook a lot at home, and mm. um, I've started getting back into soups. I made them a few years ago. I had one of those hand blenders. It's been about 10 years. I've got back into it this week. Oh, my God. could tell you about all the soups I've been making. That would be boring. But I found something else that you put in soup. Now, I'd never heard of this before, and I'm not sure I'm pronouncing this right. But uh, I think it's something called bouillon or bouillon uh, or bouillon. Bouillon. It's like yeah, yeah. vegetable, basically powder. Have you seen it? Have you yes, had it? I've, I've heard of bouillon powder. Yes, yeah, like, um, I've never actually used it in cooking though. It's like fr- a French thing, isn't it? Let me tell you, it packs a punch. It basically you would use wow. it instead of stock, so you dissolve yes. a few tablespoons in a in a pint of hot water and then add it to your soup. Oh my god. It's basically just like vegetable salt. It's Ooh. brilliant. They're basically, I don't know how they make it. They just grind down some turnips and add salt. you like, the flavour. They should do bouillon flavoured. How do I pronounce it? Yeah, I think it is bouillon um, because it's, it's French in origin. But um, I mean, it's, uh, can you like eat it on anything else or do you just dissolve it in water? Could you say sprinkle a bit on some toast, some buttered toast maybe I and enjoy it that way? I don't see why not. I mean, they say you can make a drink with it on the on the carton like you would really? with... Um, well, we, what's that? Bovril was just yeah. meat, wasn't it? So it's so like a vegetable vegetable bovril powder really yeah it's like a powdered stock wow a swiss vegetable bouillon apparently it's not french i'm wrong it's swiss apparently but yeah it does look tasty but it just looks like a powdered up stock cube uh i mean but you know what that, yeah it's basically just stock powder instead of cube form but what that mm. does because it's like swiss instead of going oh my god this is just a block of salt that i'm adding like wartime like i almost it felt like using lard because it was swiss i was like oh this is actually mm. quite sophisticated you know yeah it made me yeah. feel like i was kind of having apres ski oh wow yeah you could add it to all dishes i suppose just a little little sprinkle of bouillon powder into baked <gasps> beans would take it to the next level wouldn't it surely yeah, or anything that involves like a spag bol, any sort of bolognese sauce, yes. maybe um, oh, yeah. maybe a curry. Just give it that. Oh, give that depth of flavour. Yeah. Oh, yes. Give me some bouillon. How do we pronounce it? If you if you do know, I mean, this isn't again. <laughs> This isn't the major point. And you need to text about who we need to support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. That's the main thing. Not how to pronounce bouillon. But people are going to listen to this and think he's someone that West Ham have signed. Um, but text us. <laughs> text us who we should support in today's three o'clock kickoffs. Obviously, we're looking towards Rochdale. But also, if you know how to pronounce bouillon, bouillon, <laughs> do let us know. 8-12-15. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. That noise can mean only one thing. It's full-time at Villa Park. Matt Dyson. <laughs> yes, uh, and Aston Villa have beaten Arsenal 1-0. Ollie Watkins just two minutes in with the only goal of the game, and it's uh, it's all over at Villa Park. Uh, the uh, Gre- Gregory Isaacs version, I think that is, of Night Nurse, by the way. It's our new goal uh, goal sound effect for the whole afternoon. A lot of people have been getting in touch about the whole uh, Gregory Isaacs, Sly and Robbie thing. Uh, the original of Night Nurse, 1982, of course. Well done to everyone who got that. We have lots of people getting in touch. Um, Fiona in Stratford-upon-Avon says, As all reggae levels know, Night Nurse was sung by the great reggae artist Gregory Isaacs. You want to play it on your show, which is great, by the way. Well, Fiona, it's going to be played all afternoon now, whenever yes. we have a goal update. So many people getting in touch about Night Nurse. We should do, <laughs> we should do aimless <laughs> chat about advert jingles more often. Um, well, we're back in Rochdale today, I think, aren't we, Dyson, in rock and roll? Right, football yeah, football well, football. I mean, you know, I mean, Rochdale are below uh, Charlton in the table, but, uh, yeah, OK, if we want to publicise uh, Bush and Ritchie's sponsorship of the ball for their thoughtful competition, then, uh, OK, I suppose Dave's not going to like it, but Dave Berry's not going to like it, but we'll have to go ahead. OK, fine. As long as, as, long as no one tells Dave, how, how would he find out? <laughs> 
I don't think he'll find that. We'll all agree not to tell him, right, guys? Shh. What happens on Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club stays on Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The three o'clock kickoffs are underway, including Rochdale playing Charlton Athletic. We'll see how they get on. Now, you may have seen a story this week. Incredible that Jamie Vardy, of course... In recent years, one of the best strikers in the Premier League, England international. Everyone knows that he began in non-league and worked his way up. But did you know he almost quit Leicester to become an Ibiza club rep? Um, <laughs> this is, according to his old teammate Ben. I mean, you could imagine Vardy stood there on the strip oh, with vodka yeah. jellies oh, trying to get yeah. you into a club. Hundred percent. He would be. He would be. I think he'd probably be quite good as well, wouldn't he? Um, he, he always neck. He used to make his own skittle vodka when he was a young lad as well. He used to soak skittles in vodka and drink them out. And he always used to neck about five Red Bulls before any game. He would. He'd be up for it the whole time on a club eighteen to thirties holiday. He's a one-man stag do. He'd be ideal for this sort of thing. Um, but, but text us on eight twelve fifteen. What is the wildest? summer holiday you've ever had or what's the wildest thing that happened to you on a summer holiday and if you've been a club rep club reps have incredible stories text on 8 12 15 with some of the sites that you saw some of your old war stories uh, dyson have you ever had a debauched lads holiday uh, I've never been never been a club rep, but we did after I finished my GCSEs um, back in the day. There was a load of us from school went on a lads trip to Newquay. Uh, this was uh, it was about seventeen, sixteen, seventeen, and uh, we needed we, we we needed to get down there. We needed to get a lift to get down there. So my mate James Mercer said his dad would drive us down there, and we were like, great, he's got a minibus. Let's all pile in, and we drove down uh, all the way to Newquay and then into the campsite. The only slight issue was that his dad was a member of. The the religious group, the Jesus Army, and his minibus had the Jesus Army plastered all up the side of it. Right? So we drove right into the middle of this campsite, caravan site in Newquay, and all of the, uh, like, obviously, no ladies came near us the whole time we were there because they thought we were in some mad some cult. And uh, and it really got the holiday off to a very bad start until we ingratiated ourselves with the fellow campsite people. Oh, but that's quite sweet, isn't it? Because I bet also, as well as perhaps um, not being the coolest thing to arrive in, um, people would have assumed that you were nice chaps. You know, they'd have they'd have not thought you were trouble. You know, a group of lads in so. a minibus can strike fear into the heart of the locals. But you'll have turned up and they'd have thought, oh, well, this is lovely. Some some well-behaved boys. And were you well-behaved for the holiday? Uh, yeah, we work fairly well behaved, just the usual drinking and getting up to no good, but nothing major. Uh, I mean, yeah, I suppose I suppose we were trying to impress ladies desperately back then. I don't think Jesus Army, the Jesus Army minibus really does that. It's like, it's the exact opposite of a club eighteen to thirty minibus, I suppose. The Jesus Army one. Well, if you got a if you got a wilder summer story than Matt Dyson has, which shouldn't be hard, text us on eight twelve fifteen. Were you a club rep? I mean, we'd really love to hear from someone who was a club rep or a red coat or a blue coat. Oh, yes. I tell you what. On that note, I have a story. Uh, <gasps> well, I shall tell after this. Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. So text us on 81215 with your debauched lads or girls holiday stories. And if you were a club rep or a red coat or a blue coat, let us know. Dyson, I almost yeah. became a Butlin's red coat. In fact, oh. I auditioned <laughs> and passed the audition and was offered it and then changed my mind. Wow. Is this How before you went into politics or, or, uh, or after? It was all sort of bu- it was, I was about 18, 19. It was all sort of bubbling around the same time. And wow. uh, it was Butlins in Skegge, and yeah. my mate drove me there from Ooh. Nottingham, and I, uh, I think I took a keyboard with me, and I think in my audition Did I just put Alan wow. Partridge singing different <laughs> like, songs. Oh, it was terrible, Lord. but they offered oh. it me. The reason I turned it down was being a redcoat isn't just doing the, the stage show stuff, and I, I couldn't sing anyway, so then I was a bit worried about that. You, you're basically babysitting all day. You have oh, to like, play right. games with kids and stuff. I was like, I don't want to do that. Oh really? So you're like a like, children's what, entertainer? Oh, you have to run yeah. like the children's activities. Oh, oh no! I thought it was going to be the new Shane Ritchie. Yeah, <laughs> or Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> Stephen Mulhern, the former we talked about a lot last week. He was uh, he was a red coat, wasn't he? At Butlins doing his magic shows. Yeah, you, know, you could have been you could have been the next Ritchie or Mulhern. Just imagine how is- your life could have turned out if you just stuck with that. Yes. 
But I, the thing is, with Mulhern, you can do magic. Kids love magic. Like, what was I going to do? Like, Tony Blair impressions to a load yeah. of seven-year-old kids. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That's not going to work. Yes, it? it's right that we play in the sand pit. <laughs> and I just say to the honourable member opposite, who keeps throwing sand from a sedentary position, well, I would like to remind the Prime Minister that there is also a water park here. yeah. <laughs> Oh, it would been been terrible! <laughs> so I got very close to that world, and as a result, did you ever watch Club Reps, that telly show? Um, I think I may have seen an episode, yeah, it just, where it followed them around, and you saw the real life of the Club Rep. Yeah, there was there was a lad on it called Johnny Hormone. <laughs> was that? Must have been a nickname. I can't be a real surname. Johnny, Johnny Hormone. Hormone. Oh man, I, it, it's a world that I find so funny because I almost did it. So it was, I was almost sort of in that world. Um, but text us on eight twelve fifteen, particularly if you were a red coat or a blue coat or a club rep, and tell us your wildest stories. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football as well as your club rep and debauched lads and girls holiday stories. People have some incredible tales to tell. Text them to us on 8 12 15. We did begin the show talking about Night Nurse. I didn't know it was originally a song, and it turns out this has happened in other areas, Dyson. Uh, yes, yeah, because um, social media Nelson uh, accused you of living in a hermit kingdom for not knowing <laughs> that was a song before it was a, a yeah. type of medicine. Uh, so yeah, people have been getting in touch with uh, similar things they didn't know were actual songs. And Megan Katie Lyle says uh, when she was 14, uh, she discovered that In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins was actually a song. She thought it was made for that iconic Cadbury's advert, the one with the gorilla <laughs> banging on the drums. She thought that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's understandable, really. If you're not aware, if you weren't aware of Phil Collins' work in the '80s, you know, you might think that it was just for the advert. But in a way, to be fair to her, that makes more sense because the advert is like, why is a gorilla playing the drums? Like, it actually <laughs> yeah, makes more sense yeah. that you would just make up some gorilla drum music than you would take. Yes. Why yeah, would you put yeah. a gorilla to Phil Collins? I know. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's fair enough from Megan Katie Lyle that. The thing is, as well, now we've said it, I really want a bar of dairy milk. I didn't have the same thing with nightmares, uh, but I guess you only have yeah. that when you're ill, don't you? Yeah, I suppose so. And you want to go to sleep. But yeah, I reckon it's a nice night in, isn't it? A little, a few, few spoonfuls of night nurse and a Cadbury's dairy milk. Do you think if you're on a night out and it, night nurse, the song came on, it would make you feel <laughs> yeah. sleepy because we've been conditioned to think mm. about it? Well, you'd have to have some day, no, day nurse to balance it out, I suppose, wouldn't you, to, to pick you up a little bit at that point. If you're going to tell me Day Nurse was a song, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> day Nurse was not a song, no. Day <laughs> but that's the one. It's the B-side. <laughs> it's a Night Nurse. You just flip it over depending on what time of day you were listening to it. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Yesterday on Absolute Radio was Foo Fighters Friday. We played the new album, Medicine at Midnight, in full. Dave Grohl reacted to the colour and the shape, making Dave Berry's 100 collection, and then he joined Bush and Ritchie on the Hometime Show from L.A., Head to absoluteradio.co.uk to watch exclusive live session tracks of Waiting on a War and My Hero and go to at Absolute Radio on the socials to see Dave Grohl chatting to Bush and Ritchie. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Night <laughs> Goals flying in everywhere. Matt Dyson. First up, big news in the Championship 40. Murray is still in mint condition. Glenn Murray taking just seven minutes to open his account for Nottingham Forest. Uh, They're 1-0 up already uh, against Wickham. Uh, Amazing lob lob by Murray. Very great start for him. (laughs) Unbelievable. Also, uh, Newcastle are 1-0 up. Joe Willock on his debut on loan from Arsenal getting the goal. Celtic are 1-0 up against Motherwell in their battle to keep in touch with Rangers who are miles ahead at the top of the Scottish Premiership. Uh, bad news for the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, though, unfortunately. Uh, good news for Dave Berry. Uh, Charlton are winning at Rochdale. Chucks and EK with the goal in that one. 
Now, we are talking about club reps. We've got some amazing stories that we're going to share with you in a second. But text us on 8-12-15, your wildest summer holiday stories, particularly if they're eighteen thirty related. And if you worked as a club rep, please share your memories with us. Text us on 8-12-15. We had a chat about bullion, bouillon, and, well, the, the, as, as a talk radio host would say, the switchboard has lit up. We've had so many messages yeah. about it, Dyson. Yeah, unexpected. And the stock chat has really got people going. Yeah, apparently it's pronounced bouillon, according to Helen. Uh, bouillon, or someone says bouillon, bouillon, more like. There are a lot of yes. big fans of, of bouillon out there. Someone else saying a few spoonfuls of veg bouillon in, into, some, in, into a bowl of water, add some glass noodles and some shredded carrots, cabbage and bean sprout five second dinner add a little bit of chili as well that sounds lovely that's basically just what ramen is i guess isn't it it's just like yeah i suppose stock. it's just water with bouillon that's it you, you're oh, laughing man, i'm so glad that everyone's loving bouillon how do we pronounce it bouillon <laughs> bouillon 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 <laughs> oh i'm so pleased that this has taken off <laughs> you're not Someone alone has put matt ford the millennial ted bovis <laughs> is that related yeah, to Bouillon or is that something else? No, that's because you nearly became a red coat. <laughs> so of I was, course, I was I'm I was imagining you. I was imagining you as Ted Bovis when you were saying that story. Very good shout. What a fool! I was like, I thought, you know what oh. it was? It's because Ted Bovis yeah. sounds like Hovis, and then you'd have bread with Bouillon. Yeah. Is there bad news? Well. He may have been no, no. He may have been a fan of bouillon, Ted Bovis, in those chalets. I suppose you've not got room to cook much, have you? So he may have made a bit of bouillon. <laughs> no, there wasn't. <laughs> that was more of a Ted Bovis-related noise than a noise related on any football. Uh, that's all. <laughs> I thought maybe Forrest had conceded. I heard a kind of <laughs> 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 no, telltale no. deflated noise we get every Saturday at the moment. But um, not today. Not. Thankfully not. Text us your club rep stories to eight twelve fifteen. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Nightmares. <laughs> Goals flying in everywhere. Matt Dyson. Yeah, Brighton are 1-0 up at Burnley. Lewis Dunk with a header from a corner, putting them ahead. Uh, and uh, Newcastle scored a second against Southampton. We thought they were on their way to another 9-0 success. Actually, I say Newcastle scored. It was actually a Jan Bednarek own goal. 2-2 uh, two for him. I bet, they had, I bet they wished they hadn't rescinded that red card that he had. Because he scored. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Two own goals in two games in a row is impressive. <laughs> but then Southampton have come back into it, though, um, Minamino scoring. Uh, so it's 2 1 uh, Newcastle against Southampton. Uh, elsewhere, Bournemouth, Birmingham in the Championships, 1 all. Cardiff 2 0 up at Bristol City. Uh, Luton are beating Huddersfield 1 0. Uh, Forest were 1 0 up earlier, as we heard. Forty, you've been watching it. It looked like Wickham had scored. Wickham did have the ball in the back of the net, but they looked at the linesman's flag and they were denied. It was By the offside. They were offside, which was a huge, huge relief. But Forrest playing very good football today, which is a, a great relief. We're talking about club rep stories and debauched summer holiday memories, particularly 18 to 30 type stuff. Text us on 8, 10, 8 12, 15, sorry. Some of these are incredible. Uh, one guy here says, uh, me and my mate became the new welcome story in the resort of Benidorm in 1987. The welcome story was something reps told you on the transfer from the airport to put you off misbehaving in your two-week stay. We were 17, the first holiday away from the parents. I ended up in hospital and my mate in the boot of a police car. No fighting or anything like that. Just too much beer during a night out and a party in the mountains. I've still got the leg cast and the crutches as a memento. How do you end up in the boot of a police car if there was no fighting or anything like that? In the boot. Yeah, I mean, surely that's not the, the equivalent of the drug, the drunk tank, is it? Just, oh, he's steaming. Just chuck him in the boot. He'll be fine. I don't understand how you end up, like, I understand how you end up in hospital. You fall over, you bang your head or whatever. I mean, this is the stuff that worries parents sick, isn't it? As a father, yeah. obviously, you don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. this with your kids yet. But oh. are, you, are you ruining, not ruining, fearing the time they I get am. to their teens and they're going to want to go on these sorts of holidays? It's not happening until they're 30. None of that until they're 30. Um, we, we've got um, a text from some club yeah, you reps. Can't, again. You can't go on an 18-30, but no one's at the 30 end, are they? It's all 18. Yeah, right, you're yeah, 30 on it. an 18 to 30. Something's gone badly wrong. Either I'm going to have to go along and chaperone them, which I think will be equally bad, <laughs> potentially. 
You'd be worse. You'd be the one getting into trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> We've got some Some of these are absolute perlers. So keep them coming in. 8, 12, 15. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Night nurse. <laughs> it's a brilliant piece of music, but I can't see <laughs> Jeff Stelling using it. It's Night Nurse, which is another girl. <laughs> no one else would use this, but I, I think it's given us a kind of um, summertime vibe. I think it's a yeah, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> but it does mean it, it, it does well. mean there are more goals and there are some halftime scores with Matt Dyson. Yes, uh, well, the second half's just getting underway. Newcastle three-one up against Southampton. Uh, Almiron scored just four, well, four minutes into injury time, just before half time. Actually, the Bednarek own goal has now been given to Almiron, so he's got both of them. Uh, no two own goals in a row, sadly, for Bednarek. Uh, but uh, Minamino got one back for Southampton, so three-one to Newcastle at the start of the second half. Brighton still one nil up at Burnley uh, in the Championship. Uh, Bournemouth, Birmingham one all. Cardiff winning two nil uh, to Bristol City. Luton winning one nil at Huddersfield. Borough, Brentford goalless as uh, sorry one all as is Millwall, Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Rotherham one nil up at Preston uh, and Forrester beating Wickham one nil. All the other games in the Championship are goalless. Thrilling stuff uh, already this afternoon. Now, we're also talking about club rep stories in honour of Jamie Vardy almost quitting, almost quitting Leicester to become an Ibiza club rep. This has led to some wonderful stories. Text them to 81215. These are fantastic and a brilliant one on Twitter, Dyson. Yes, although the person that's tweeted it uh, wants to remain anonymous, uh, but I mean, it is in the public domain, so I'm not sure if that's going to work. Yeah. We won't use his, we won't use his name, uh, but we'll we'll say that this person X was a club eighteen to thirty rep yes. in Falaraki, uh, and he he has apparently has many stories, uh, but uh, he, he said, this is the only. The only thing he's given us is he said, under complete anonymity, uh, I suppose the one that sticks out for me, uh, was finding an adult film being made on the beach near the hotel I was repping. Uh, <laughs> there was more, but I'm just going to end it there. It was the season after the Channel 4 doc was on. Uh, it's cra- crazy times, says uh, Mr. X, who was a 80 to 30 club rep. I bet he got close enough whether to figure out. Yeah, I thought there was an adult film being filmed. I sort of went over, obviously, and just kind of watched for a couple of hours just to be absolutely sure. You know, <laughs> wouldn't let me get too close after a while. They said I was kind of interrupting. But, uh, I love it. You know, when you said he has many stories, made him sound like a wise man. Like, in, in a sort of Batman well, origin story from the League of Shadows. He is wise man. He has many stories. Many oh, stories. Yeah, Please tell me, wise man, you have travelled the world. What have you seen? So an adult film being made in Falaraki. <laughs> oh, it was fantastic. Best summer of my life. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. All week you've been tweeting as your personal sports news from the week. Do continue that if you'd like to get your headlines on next week's show at R&R Football on Twitter. So it's time now to hand over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Well, thanks very much, Matt and Matt. We start this afternoon with news from Portsmouth, where Jay has been in touch with the My Sports News desk to say he's been unable to stop laughing since Tuesday evening. According to sources close to the story, Jay found the fact that Southampton have become the first team to lose 9-0, both home and away in Premier League history, so amusing. He's not slept in over 100 hours and is reaching the hysterical stage. We'll have more on that as we get here, including uncovering the rumour that Jay is actually a cover name for our producer, Will. <laughs> yeah, certainly sounds suspicious. Uh, moving on to the southwest, where Steve in Bath has stated that he's just woken up from his mid-afternoon nap. Details I hope the scant- mid-afternoon nap wasn't in the bath. That can be very, very dangerous. Yes, very dangerous. Details, as I say, are scant. We're presuming it's not in a bath, in bath. Um, uh, so as to what caused Steve to need a nap today of all days. But his wife, Julie, has told the My Sports News reporter outside their house uh, this is something to do with the fact that he was up at the crack of dawn watching the second day of the cricket. Uh, either way, Steve is now awake to watch the second half of the Bristol Rovers game uh, before almost certainly falling asleep on the sofa this evening while Julie watches the crown. Uh, I bet, imagine you're a, a fall asleep on the sofa kind of guy, Jim, snoring away like a wild boar. 
Well, I, have you been spitting on me? Because that's exactly what I snore like. I, I like to fall asleep on my back, uh, mouth wide open, neck cradled by uh, a, a kind of um, a cornucopia of scatter cushions. Uh, some of them with bawdy phrases on that friends of mine have uh, sent me, others made out of old football shirts. Some that I just like the look of. I, I like having a mustard-coloured uh, scatter cushion next to, see a dark blue one. I like that contrast. A lot of people have their kitchens like that. I like it on my sofa, but I, I love fun to sleep on the city waking up at four o'clock in the morning you know when you go <laughs> like, uh, i love that not knowing where the hell i am uh, and scare myself silly uh, but you know oh. after a couple of cups of chamomile tea I- i'm all good and I-, I can get back to bed and you know just drool all wow. over my pillows wow way you? much more way much more information than i was expecting thanks jim yeah, TMI as management say. If you've got anything you'd like us to report on next week, then you can always email us, always email us, football at absoluteradio.co.uk. No news, it's too small. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Night <laughs> That sound can only mean one thing. There are goals flying in everywhere, Matt Dyson. Yeah, and I think Johan Goodmanson's had some day nurse. He's on fire for Burnley at the moment. He's just <laughs> scored uh, to make it one all against Brighton. And uh, Newcastle-Southampton is a tasty game. One to watch on match of the day tonight. Uh, in the second half, Jeff Hendrick's been sent off for Newcastle. Since then, James Ward-Prowse has scored a second for Southampton. So it's currently Newcastle 3, Southampton 2. Um, wow. in, in the chat. In the uh, Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club game, by the way, uh, we were backing Rochdale against Charlton. It's not gone according to plan. Uh, Charlton winning 2-0 at this moment in time. And uh, in the championship, uh, Forrest have scored a second. What a debut for Glenn Murray. He scored a penalty. They're winning 2-0 at Wickham. Well, I know. He's on for his hat-trick. Can he score a hat-trick on his Forest debut? We'll keep you updated with that. Of course, you're keeping us updated with some of your incredible stories. Ash from Sheffield says, I went on my brother's stag doing. It was the lightweight of the group. Tried to keep up with the rest of the lads and got worse for wear. I got chucked out of Yates's and tried to find my way back to the hotel. I ended up back at Yates's thinking the bar was my hotel for the night and trying to convince the bouncer I needed to be let in to sleep it off. Oh, you know what? Bouncers. I mean, bouncers, when we were growing up in Nottingham, Dyson, were a feared. Especially those ones in Yates. Breed of man. They were just like a different type of person. Oh, yeah. The power to ruin your night just for wearing trainers. It's horrible. Yeah, and a lot of them were very, pretty rough, kind of like tough people. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't like modern bouncing where it's all a bit more diplomatic. Like it was, it was direct <laughs> summary justice. They were judge, jury, and executioner. Like it was they full were, on. Yeah. It was like medieval <laughs> times going out drinking in Nottingham in the late nineties, early noughties. It certainly was. Yeah. Oh dear. But imagine the stuff. What I was about to say was, but I bet they have to put up with a lot, and I bet some of that stuff is chucking a guy out because he's too drunk. Then he comes back trying to make out it's his hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, mate, this, you'd just be so exhausted with him. Yeah, it's a tough job, actually, isn't it? It is. I've immediately now changed my mind. This, Bouncers <laughs> of Britain, we salute It sounds like, like a, a Ford advert, doesn't it? <laughs> Bouncers of Britain, we salute you. Well, they never get enough. Th- they never get enough praise, do they? The bouncers of Britain. I think we should do a, an applause for them on our doorsteps this evening, just to give them the props they deserve. Yeah, or or don't applaud. Just stand there on your door with your arms folded, chewing gum. In a bomber jacket, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Oh, my word. Some of these stories are like... I mean, I knew we were playing with fire getting people to take them in. But they are absolutely off. Some of them are just wild. The, The lives people have led are wonderful. Dyson, you've got one that you like. Yeah. Okay, here's one. It's another anonymous one from someone who used to be a club rep. Uh, this one, this was in Benidorm. Uh, and uh, he says, One evening I met a lovely girl who, after a few drinks, followed me back to my apartment where I met a different girl I'd been seeing from another tour operator. The girl I met on the night out then proceeded to bang on my door for about an hour wanting to be let in eventually she gave up but when i left for the airport the next morning she was asleep outside my door with the remnants of a fire 
that she had lit to try and get in. And while she tried, I thought she'd lit the fire to keep herself warm, but she she lit the fire to try in a vain attempt to burn the door down of his hotel room. <laughs> what a crazy night that was. Imagine that. Here's my holiday photos. Yeah, that's me on the beach. Oh, that's me with some Mickey Mouse ears on. That's me starting yeah. a fire out someone's hotel room. Yeah, <laughs> God, look at that. Yeah. I just thought it was the best way to get in. Yeah, the door was locked. The only option available. Um, we've had an incredible one here. Magaluf. 31 Shrewsbury lads let loose in a theme park. Oh, All you can what? drink. We were riding buffaloes. We'd all just turned 18. Two weeks was like a scene of the gremlins. We were climbing the ceilings, falling through ceilings, and loads of other carry-on. Ten left a week early. Wow. <laughs> oh my word. He says, give a it's shout out. It'd be great for a cheer up. We're all 41 and 50 now. That's wow. incredible. I would never get. Uh, riding a buffalo is like. I don't think. I just don't think I would ever do it. I don't think I would ever think that's a good idea. <laughs> it sounds incredibly dangerous. Where is this theme park where it's all you can drink? That sounds like an amazing place, doesn't it? It makes Alton Towers seem pretty lame in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that come to Walton Tower. That'd be a heck of a pitch, wouldn't it? Yeah, we got rid of Nemesis and just brought in an all-you-can-drink policy and just some uh, wild animals. <laughs> we just, we just pen them all into a ring and yeah, last man standing. <laughs> what? Yeah, we've um, we got rid of Nemesis and just replaced it with the running of the bull. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. These stories are. I mean, there'll be people sat at home going, I'm not sure whether to text mine in or not. And I fully understand why, because some of these are like dark memories, Dyson. (laughs) We've got to heavily edit quite a lot of them as they come in. Uh, This is from someone he called Stuart from somewhere in the UK. That's all he's going to give us. Uh, He sets the scene for us. Magaloof, 2002, post-A-levels. Vintage. Vintage. (laughs) Magaluf, post A-levels, 2002, adult stage show. Oh, too much sangria. (gasps) (laughs) Too much sangria. uh, Ends up having like an accident uh, uh, while going to the toilet and is then thrown up, (laughs) thrown out, sorry. Woke up in the morning to find my boxers and trousers outside in a tree. Uh, decided to what? decided to then get up and get my first tattoo. Not my proudest moment. <laughs> it all happened to Stuart on that night out. Wow. Stuart, why would your trousers be up a tree? Maybe that's the bit that doesn't make any sense. Oh, right. So presumably because he'd had the accident, he had to take his sort of wet things off. But I don't know why he <laughs> slinged them into a tree. <laughs> he might have put them up there at night to dry them off. Oh, yes, possibly, yeah. You know what? Yeah, that must be it. Crying in the morning sun. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. We had so many stories that we couldn't include. One, because there were too many stories. Two, because they're just unbroadcastable. But we will leave you with this. What a way to end the show. Jimmy gets in touch and says, I went to Kavos as a 17-year-old and sustained a serious injury to a very sensitive part of his body and needed surgery. To top it off, he had to be operated on under general anaesthetic, and because he was 17, his mum had to fax parental (laughs) consent to the hospital. Oh, Oh, no. Imagine the phone call ringing home. Hi, mum, just ringing off my holiday. (laughs) Oh, you said you'd ring, love. Thank you so much. (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) Wow, we're at the hospital. Oh, is that the old, the old Roman hospital? From, no, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Need some consent for you for an operational yeah, procedure. I need some stitches. I hope nothing in serious. A very sensitive oh, part. Just put that on. I want to talk to Dad about it. He'll understand. Oh no, it's heartbreaking, Dyson. Oh, it's awful. What a, what a thing to happen. What a place for it to happen. And the, the parents faxing in awful stuff, awful stuff. On the plus side, Forrester are about to win 3 0. We've scored a third. Uh, Anthony oh. Knockhart's got it. Glenn Murray got two uh, against Wickham, which is very nice. It's, all, it's been a lovely, lovely end to the day. Just, just to end all that filth with a nice 3 0 win. See you next week.
there you go. That was bespoke, downloadable content delivered as mm. you need it, when you need it, at the time you need yeah. it. Because it's that bite size, the... yeah. Oh. You know, it's for the modern commuter, uh, just easy to consume content, uh, and it's it's pretty solid, all sort of uh, melted down into one solid block. Exactly. You just listen to it on the commute from the bedroom to the toilet, <laughs> which is the yes. longest commute in our flat, from one corner of yeah. the flat to the other. Yes, yeah, yeah. What's the longest commute in your property? Um, I suppose it's from the the bedroom to the uh, utility room, I think. That's, that's probably the furthest, the two extremes of my house. Got a utility room, machine. swanning around Northampton, yeah. like he's Ed Miliband. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got a washing machine in it. You know, it's not that, it's not that exciting. And a downstairs no, toilet. Don't knock it. That we don't, don't use. But, you know, Absolutely right. nothing wrong with it, but... Uh, well, it, I mean, what a pleasure. Some fantastic club rep stories, plenty of goals, a great yeah. chat about bouillon. If you've not tried it, if you are a soup maker, by the way, not that this that you need, like, cooking tips, but I made soups mm. 10 years ago, and during lockdown, I have thought I need to expand my repertoire a bit. So mm-hmm. I started making veggie curries and, and different ones and nice. all this sort of thing. But just getting one of those hand blenders, they're not that expensive. Yeah. You basically simple, just, isn't it? Yeah, you just cook some veg and then blend it. As long as you've added yeah. some stock, and the bouillon just gives it that punch. Sprinkle the bouillon in there. Certainly, I'm going to buy some bouillon after today's show. I'm going to tonight. I'm just going to have bouillon, straight neat spoons of bouillon, and a whole bottle of night nurse. And I'm going to have the time of my life. <laughs> so good, man! And I made a great. The, the best one I made this week was a roast vegetable. Um, oh, nice! Soup. You can so taste roast that char. The taste oh. the charred flesh, nice. Gives it the sweetness. So I had roast pepper, roast oh, yeah. onion, roast tomato, roast carrot, roast leek, roast garlic, and some roast rosemary. And Ooh, then yeah. um, in a pan, just um, cooked some celery and ginger, added oh. the um, stock, which was bouillon, plus some tomato <laughs> puree and chilli flakes, yeah. about a litre of hot water. And then you just add it all together, blend it. It's such a rich, oh, strong flavour. You can't believe that it. That's nice. Like, you know and what? You don't need to. You don't need to sieve it. Is it, you? Did you like the chunky? There are a few, obviously, a few chunky bits. You don't want it too yeah, fine. Yeah, leave bits of it chunky. Don't want it too fine. Yeah. Just, obviously, with yeah. those hand blenders, you're just pushing it down in, so you're in total control of how much of it you blend. Wow, yeah. It just yeah. made me really happy. I was like, wow, I just made a really tasty soup, and that's the highlight of my life right now. <laughs> Apart from doing this show on Saturdays, oh. like, oh, this is great. I'm so pleased for you. So maybe, maybe we can combine all these things and you and I could open a sports bar in Ibiza that also sells soup. (laughs) It's niche, but I think we'd get some customers. Well, I tell you what, it's dead easy to make. You can can blend it. (laughs) People love it. They laughed at me at first, didn't they? I said to our Kerry, they're laughing at me, them lots are over there. I said, coming in for a couple of pints, lads, because you don't like, do you? a lot of the fellas these days, you know, they're health conscious, and you don't want halfway through a night out eating, you know, a big potato or something, because no, then you yeah. fall asleep, they're all nodding off. I said, have a bowl of soup, have a couple of Stellas, and just have a bowl of soup every couple of hours. Liquid lunch, in... isn't it? Liquid lunch. Well, exactly. Yeah. I can, you know what? I serve it in a pint glass, and they love it. <laughs> and some of them have vodka in it, and then it's like a Bloody Mary soup. Yeah, I said, tin of yeah. tomato soup with a vodka in it. I said, I bet you'd have that, wouldn't you? <laughs> anyway, the reporter to the local council or whatever. So I've had my passport take off me. The, the, oh. the embassy said, I can't keep doing it. So you can't. Oh. It said, you're basically spiking people's dinners. I said, well, I told him I was doing it. He asked for it. He said, well, he was drunk. I said, well, apart from being naked, how would I know? You know, so, you know, the rules are different, different places, aren't they? That's what I've found out. Yeah. Although yeah, Kerry says you, it would be illegal to do that at home. But I was like, yeah, but I didn't know, you know, what what the rules mm. was, different places. But, you know, yeah. that's an idea. Maybe, maybe sort of, um, you know, maybe the other branch way around. Out. Branch the, out. The, the loophole, but that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to branch out. The loophole, instead of having... A big bowl of soup with vodka in it. I'm going to do soup-flavoured vodka shots like them revolutions did a few years back. Oh, but I'm yeah, going to do like yeah, mashed potato-flavoured shot. And then you can you can buy different savoury items, so like sausage vodka, bacon Ooh, vodka. Yeah, yeah. Shot of like bouillon. Can, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Shot a bouillon, exactly. And then you can just you can assemble in a vodka shop like formation different. You know, if you just want a bacon <laughs> cob, you can just have the bacon one and the bread one. But if you want a full English, you can have a baked bean vodka, a sausage vodka, bacon vodka, <laughs> ash brown vodka, black pudding vodka. <laughs> Oh, brown sauce yeah. vodka, red sauce vodka, toast vodka, fried, fried slice, slice, don't vodka. forget the fried slice, yeah, yeah. Spaghetti oh, oops vodka, them. depending on your preference. <laughs> you know, do I'm them there. a pound a shot, full English one's £10, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, they've had 10 vodka shots, so arguably you failed in your duty of care to your customers, but like I say, <laughs> who cares when it's a gold mine? <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> He's really grown up. I feel like it's part of me. I feel like I must have had some like You've subconscious desire. <laughs> you got some split sort of personality. Split personality you've got. Half of you is this strange man. This entrepreneur in Spain. Yeah. Well, more of that then. Give us a tweet at R and R football. There is now. If yeah. you like, you know. If you if you have lots of liking it, now the weather's picking up, I can pop round more often, see, and tell you what I've been going up to in Ibiza. Yeah, nice. But um, <laughs> that's probably enough for today's episode. <laughs> well, I think I think it's lovely. I think the people of Nottingham need to hear this character, and uh, this needs to be turned into some kind of TV show. You know, I think you're right. Surely. Well, maybe this is it. Maybe this will be. Maybe this will lead to. Maybe it'd be like hearing um, David Brent on a podcast like. 30 years ago they go oh my god yeah yeah this was the moment it started the new sort of Dell boy started on the rock and roll football podcast (laughs) amazing amazing keep this episode do not delete it keep it for posterity they'll be selling this down the car boot one day they will well I said to Kerry I said if these podcasts are so good then how how come you can't get them on CD or or tape yeah they said oh they're on (laughs) devices I said Sounds like a load of rubbish to me. Podcast was good enough, they put it out on vinyl. <laughs> <Didn't they? laughs> Imagine me the vinyl release. Oh, oh, yeah, of this podcast. It's going to happen I don't think I can look people in the eye. Buy it on record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put on tonight on the old vinyl, the Rocker, Rocker oh, Off yeah. Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Although oh, I say yeah. that, I think it'd be lovely with a bit of a crackle on it. Yeah, I know it would in a way. It would add a bit of an extra dimension to proceedings. Yes, an open fire. This on vinyl. Call your favourite little pet over your dog or your cat. Sit on your lap and have a yeah. nice whiskey. Just in yes. Yeah, lovely. Okay, I think we should go now. <laughs> yes, yes, I think it's we should. Bu- We're, it's uh, bouillon yeah. o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, try the bouillon. And, yeah. um, c- come for the soup, stay for the bouillon, and um, yeah, we'll see you in Ibiza next week. Nice. <laughs>